1: see what FedEx can do for your business
2: absolutely positively FedEx welcome to the CBS I on money show it's Thursday January 12th and we are answering financial questions if you have one Please, if you wouldn't mind, go to our website, JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. And when you do that, you know what happens? A form pops up. You complete the form, and then there's a little box at the end. It says, would you be willing to come on the show? If you check the box, yes, Mark does all the other work to get you on. And sometimes we have technical difficulties today. There were some gremlins that were crawling around Brian's uh, computer. Brian's on the air with us from Southern California. And I was just being very envious of your, your weather of the last few weeks in that even if you have a little rain, it is quite warm and lovely, isn't it?
0: No complaints. It's, uh, it's, it's a great spot to live most of the time.
2: Most of the time. All right. Well, very good. What brings you to us?
0: You know, I just, um, I'm 38 and uh, we've, my wife and I have been on track for quite a while. I feel like with our, our planning and I just uh, feel like I might need a little tweaks with kind of the direction we're shooting as, as we enter, as I enter my forties and uh, as the kids get a little older. So I'm just kind of looking for, you know, maybe just a little guidance.
2: Okay. Sounds great. So you're 38. How old your wife?
0: She's uh, 40. She just turned okay. 40. Okay.
2: And you said kids, two kids, three kids? What
0: do you got? We got three kids, a boy, girl, boy, um, 12, 10, and nine.
2: 12, 10, and nine. That's a lot. Are you both working full time?
0: No. I'm the only one that's been working full time. My wife does a lot of work at the kids' school, so she's with them quite a bit with PTA, and she subs every once in a while. She used Ugh. to be, So she's able to see them quite a bit. The
2: unpaid, the slave labor of your wife.
0: Yes. There's yes. no
2: financial remuneration, but there is psychic. I hope so. Brian, do you make a pile of money that allows her to do that?
0: Yeah, I make a pretty good living. Um, my income is a, is variable, uh, so I work for a one of the, a larger um, uh, fire department on the west coast here. So the overtime is where we get a lot of our money. So um, base salary is about 150k and. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made, I made 200, 225, 235 the last three to five years.
2: Holy smoke. So 75 grand in overtime. That's amazing.
0: Correct. Yep. And that's been pretty consistent. So, um, throughout the, throughout however long I've been on about 17 years.
2: Okay. Wow. Tell us about the, um, the pension because, you know, obviously in, if you're a firefighter in that system, you, you don't have uh, longevity. I know that most people try to get out by a certain age. What's your target?
0: Correct. So I was pretty fortunate. I got hired when I was younger, 21. So I can retire um, anytime after um, another three years. Obviously, I'm going <laughs> to keep going for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking to retire at uh, 55 with, with darn near about 100% of my, um, mm-hmm. of my pension. Yes. Oh,
2: my God. Wait a minute. Talk about yeah. that pension for a second. So okay. is that that's not based on the overtime or it is? How does it how do they fi- how do they uh, figure that?
0: Yep. So it's it's a privately funded pension program for the for the county I work in, um, and we have uh, the overtime is not factored into that. Um, So when I say one hundred percent of my salary, I mean one hundred percent of my of my base salary. um, Right. A a calculation at the end where we're able to use some of our benefit days that we've accumulated, and we're able to kind of boost our our pension at that point.
2: I'm just like amazed. So that is a big number, obviously. That one fifty. If you were to kind of project on that money today, if you didn't have the kids, would that be enough money to pay all your bills? Would you feel comfortable? How do you, how do you see
0: that? It sure would. And we kind of set ourselves up what we thought was, was correct. Like, and I know that your, your thoughts and feelings on it. So we, you know, we refied two years ago to a 15 year and in doing that in plans to pay off the house by the time I, I am looking to retire. So that, that chunk of money that I'll be getting in is going to be useful for college. Mm -hmm. Um, and for anything else that we really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know that – and I also have a, a deferred compensation plan that I put money into as well.
2: How much is in there?
0: So right now I have about 300000 in there. God, you're a good saver. Uh, we are. We, we are. But we also have a few other, um, uh, you know, things that I think we should probably tighten up on and maybe some things that I might get, you know, my wrist slapped for. I, uh, we have uh, – we took a HELOC out to do some stuff on the, um, on the house. Mm-hmm. We owe about 80000 on that HELOC, um, and mm-hmm. that, that payment's about 450 a month.
2: What's the interest rate on the HELOC?
0: Low right now. So it's at uh, like 2.5%, but that mm-hmm. is one that can go up um, in the following year. So
2: And it will. How much is your house worth, would you guess, at this point?
0: Yeah, so I looked at all of that. Um, my house was worth $1.1 1. 1 and we owe 400000 on it.
2: Okay. What's the primary mortgage, that 15-year? What would you get on the rate?
0: So we got a rate is at 2.25%. I'm on that.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just awesome. Great. Okay. I mean, so you have that it's locked in and you did it two years ago. So it's, you're good. And that gives you, it kind of takes you st- straight through and you're right. Once you pay off that HELOC, which, you know, you're going to have to pay attention to that because that could really jump on you. Right. So right now you're putting how much into your deferred comp? Are you maxing it?
0: Yes. Yeah. Max put okay. a comp out every year, and so I, I have money going in there. We have a five twenty nine plan. We set up for the kids. That's mm-hmm. uh, about thirty eight thousand in there. But to be honest with you, we haven't been adding anything to it. That's kind of been on the back burner, and I haven't we haven't touched it. So I'm, it's lingering. It always kind of bothers me. Like I need to be adding to it, but I don't really have any other savings accounts or anything for them right now. So we have, mm-hmm. you know, I think we have thirty three thousand in our checking. I mm-hmm. have like three thousand in an online brokerage account that that I kind of mess around with and
2: how's that going?
0: Uh, not great right now as everybody else is, but I don't, <laughs>
2: I don't, sorry. I'm so mean. Of course I knew the answer to that. Yeah, was yeah, yeah, of, I, know you did. I was busting your chops. I was just fun. But you have your emergency reserve fund. Any other debt besides the mortgage and the HELOC?
0: No, that's, that's all the debt we have. So that's, I felt like we've done pretty good. good to get rid of any debt, but I just yeah. feel like I don't know if I'm on the right track or doing something else.
2: Well, I mean, the kids in terms of college, you said $38,000. Is that the total for the three?
0: Yes. Right. Correct.
2: Will you, will you, uh, do you imagine that they're going to go to in-state schools like California does have a great college system? Do you think that that's going to be the one you guys use?
0: I, I, I would imagine, um, part of our thought was to always kind of maybe get out of California, uh, eventually, but, uh, it, you know, that's, um, getting them either through a community college and is an option as well so and right. i am not opposed to them for paying for you know part of their college i'm not opposed to them having that you know responsibility but right we'll see but, it's an option
2: so how's the cash flow right now i mean you have 3 kids you make good money no doubt but you know 3 kids a house stuff how do you feel once you've maxed out your deferred comp how are you feeling in terms of your cash flow
0: um i feel okay i uh we we're able to kind of live how we, how we want, we are able to camp and we're able to do kind of how we want to to do things in life. Um, but that being said, if I tighten things up or we tighten things up, uh, you know, we could probably still save a substantial amount of money and and funnel that somewhere. I just don't know what that, what that would be. I just feel like I, I'm missing an opportunity somewhere.
2: Well, I mean, listen, you're going to have a lot of opportunities. Do you think that when you're 55, you're done forever? Like that's a long time, but I'm just saying, is that your hope? I don't really have to worry so much about your retirement because I feel like the pension really does take care of you, right?
0: That was, that was my thought too. And, and it does. It's, it's a good system.
2: So Mark, how are you feeling about maxing out the deferred comp and not putting money into the kids' 529 plans? What's your feeling?
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to get a sense of what the extra cash flow right now looks like. I know he says he, they can funnel money elsewhere. How much money do you think you're left with on a monthly basis?
0: It's a good question. It's such, it's such a variable um, thing, but like we, we live, we try to live on 10,000 a month and you know, sometimes it'll be an extra two grand, sometimes it'll be an extra four grand and we and we just try to pretty much put that in our budgeting envelopes um, online, you know, like the our house fund, So we can pull money out of there if you need a new bed or our travel or travel fund. We can pull money out of there if we want to mm-hmm. try to go on a vacation with the kids. That's, I guess
1: that's kind of where our money lands. Given the pension, I don't, I don't know if you need to max out the deferred comp.
2: That's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm like, you know what? Wait a minute. I mean, I think you're probably in the mindset of like, put as much money away for retirement. But if if you would like, if especially if it's kind of niggling at you a bit, that the underfunding on the 529 plan, i pull back
1: on the deferred comp. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment.
0: pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cashback download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal or go to rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck that's r a k u t e n
2: so instead of maxing it out what if you put half as much money in and took the surplus and use that to put money in the 529 plans
0: That is definitely a thought that I I had had. So just kind of reaffirming that sounds sounds – Yeah, I
2: think that that might work. Okay, look. The other thing is that it's going to change your taxes. You're not going to be happy with me because your tax bill is going to go up. But – uh, and you're in California, you're in a high tax state, but you know, you still, you got your, you'll get your 10,000 for, I presume you itemize, you'll get the 10,000 cause you're going to be state and local taxes capped at 10,000, but so pay the tax. It's okay. And you're in a high tax state, but you're not in the highest tax bracket, you know, cause you are married. So you're in the, the 24% tax bracket. It's not terrible, but you're not going, your tax bracket's not going to go down substantially cause you're going to have a lot of income you know, from your, from your pension. So I'm much more, I'm more, and and even if you said, I don't really want to put it all in the 529, I would be fine if you said, I, you know, I'll put some in the 529, even if you wanted to have a brokerage account, not a dumb, you know, fun money account, but a real brokerage account that I would be, I'd be game for that too. So I think that pulling back on the tax deferred account, making it more accessible, either through the 529 or just a brokerage account, I'm game for that. You're also going to need your cash flow because, you know, the the home equity line of credit, interest rate's going to pop on you, okay? And you're going to have to aggressively get on top of that because I don't want that going up, you know, it'll be high for, when does it reset?
0: So in, let's see where I have that. I think in March is when it resets again. So we're, does we're it, is it
2: capped at two points a year? Yes. Okay. So, you know, you're going to get the two points. You're gonna so in March, you're gonna be it's probably gonna go from two and a half to four and a half. And so, okay, but pay it off.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was our that was our plan, I think, is to, to really tackle that with our any extra money and just throw that at the HELOC. Exactly.
2: So if all of a sudden your overtime this year is like you're like, well, you know, it's not seventy-five, it's ninety-five. Take the extra surplus. And so now you have three choices about where to put surplus. And when you say tighten things, I'm not so concerned about you like, oh, I want to tighten up my budget and live like paupers. You don't have to do that. What I think is important is that you have the free cash flow and you have three areas to consider. One is paying down the home equity line of credit. Two is funding your 529 plan. Three is building in a brokerage account that's, you know, not a fun money account, but a real supplemental retirement account. Those three things are what you, those are your choices. They're your choices. So you guys have to discuss, you know, maybe you and your wife have a, you know, like a a, a family meeting and you're like, okay, wait, what do we really want to do here? Right? Let's really talk about the kids. Let's really talk about what's, what is our, what we believe is like our threshold for what we can fund for uh, college. Now, the problem is when is the, so we have 13 years left on the mortgage, right? Correct hmm It's so weird. It's like, of course, like you just miss it. Like the mortgage is going to... So you don't have the cash flow while the kids are in college.
0: No, um, that would be... It
2: happens right after. So, I mean, what that means is you could have them take loans out and you could easily help them pay them off. So let's just say that like your kid, like your nine-year-old's a genius. Who's the girl? The middle one? Yeah. Okay. The 10-year-old's a genius. We'll make her the genius. And she's like, you know what? Uh, I got into... I'm going to make it up. I got into Stanford. You're not going to say, like, don't go to Stanford. But you could say, well, you know what? If you take out the loans, we can help you pay them back. You will be able to be in that position. If the, if you took the loans out for a private education, you'll be able to help the kids service the debt. It's just that you won't have the free cash flow to pay for school while they're in school.
0: Got it. Yep. That makes total sense. Yeah. Right? All right. Let me do some more stuff.
2: Do you have life insurance?
0: So yeah, we have. I have a term. I have two different ones provided through my benefits for the county. So I have a term life insurance, which is whatever five thousand dollars. But I have a group term, which I was able to after eight years max that out at one point two million for hmm. for my for life insurance.
2: Okay, good. Do you guys have your estate documents in place?
0: No. So <gasps> no. Mark, no. Mark,
2: Mark, help me.
0: Of all people. Come on. I right, tell me, on. me about it. tell me about it. I'm. I mean, it's awful that we need to get something set up ASAP. I know I, I haven't.
2: Not only that, but I would say this, just think about this. I think that every municipal worker, they should make it first. All, I think they should. Do you have it as a benefit? Do they do any estate planning as a benefit?
0: Uh, no, they don't. Um, I have through like my credit union. I, I'm able to do estate planning, but it's for a fee. But no, it's not offered through the Do county. the fee.
2: Just do it for a fee. Here's the thing. I think that like the army, they make you, you know, I don't know if you know this, but before you deploy, you have to have a state documents in place. I think the fire department should do that everywhere. Like uh, you guess, guess what? Um, In order to actually work here, you have to have your will and your power of attorney and your healthcare proxy done. Anyone who's in one of these professions, you don't need me to tell you this, but like isn't that amazing? I learned this when our nephew died in Iraq. I had no idea that that was a rule, but that before you deploy, you have to have the state documents done.
0: Well, it just makes it so much simpler and cleans it up for everybody. We, I had a couple guys this last year that, that passed away on our job from you know one was a heart attack and uh, it was a mess because he didn't have anything in order, so and he had three girls so it was oh my God. It, it was it was an absolute mess.
2: I can't even. So you know it's a mess, so you know you have to do it. And and you will. And I know you will because this is like you didn't call here and not expect me to give you a lecture, right?
0: No, well, I was going to I wanted to hear. It. I was waiting for it.
2: Mhm. Mhm.
0: I'll take care of it. Definitely. I mean,
2: it's very to me it is one of those things that you know you have to do, so you do it. And like, I whatever, you blow it off. It's, thank God you haven't needed it, but you're going to do it. Now you're going to do it. Mark, how long should we give um, Brian to do his estate documents? It's now January. So what, what do we, we want to do? End of Q1. End of Q1. So you've got two and a half months there's nothing complicated here either. Are you um, heirs or heiresses of any fortunes? Mark, that was going to be my question because remember someone said to me, you never ask people about their inheritances.
0: (laughs) I I wish. I wish. No.
2: This is going to be the, this is, everyone's going to be like, yeah, thanks Jill. I wish. Like most, that's why I always don't really ask because I feel like people would tell you what they are, but okay, you're not. It's all right.
0: I I would mention that probably.
2: You're in great shape. I mean, you really are. I just want to clean these things up and make sure that we redeploy some of your cash flow. You do not have to make yourself crazy in the in in trying to like tighten up my budget and squeeze it like you got a lot going on. So, you know.
0: Sometimes it's just nice to hear that I feel like um the, just the the hustle and bustle of life and and trying to 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 do things. It's nice to kind of hear that I am on the right track. Just need to clean yeah. up so
2: yeah, I mean, I think that you, um, you've you done a great job and you're a municipal worker. And thank you so much for doing what you do. Everybody should thank a firefighter. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it.
0: I appreciate you guys and appreciate everything you do uh, for all of us out here.
2: By the way, if you got um, that, that little feeling of like, oh, how could Brian not have estate planning done? Make sure that you tell everyone in your life that they have to get their estate planning done. So please get that done, no matter what. No matter what your profession, bad things can happen. It's just awful. So you can actually ask us your financial questions. And yes, I'm gonna nudge you about your estate planning. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we will do all of the other work. Don't forget to pre-order the new book. It's called The Great Money Reset, and you can also sign up for the free weekly newsletter. So one thing you have to pay a little money for, the other thing is free, pretty easy, right? Mark Talares here was the co-host and the executive producer of the show. We're distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We do encourage you to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey.
1: Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladaris. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.